You're listening to Simply the Best Sports Take, the best podcast breaking down the best stuff in sports with host Sean Bingham. His takes are so good, he dropped the mic, but then you wouldn't be able to hear him, and that would suck. Welcome into STB Sports Takes, Simply the Best Sports Podcast. I am your host, Sean Bingham. Thank you for being here. We are on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts. Everywhere you get your podcasts, we are there. Please hit that subscribe button. Uh, I did not expect to do a podcast today. I typically do not do podcasts on Fridays, occasionally, but not typically. Uh, but just right on the heels of my big podcast yesterday about the fall of college football, the fall of the BYU versus Utah rivalry, the Big 12 announces they are officially inviting BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, and Houston into the Big 12. Um, this is huge news. This is huge news. There's there's some reality I want to lay out for everybody about this, especially BYU fans. Um, but it is very, very big news. It is a step up for each of those four schools. BYU has been independent for a decade. Um, it's been fun. But like I said yesterday, it's, pretty, it's a pretty irrelevant place to be, independent that is, unless you're Notre Dame and you know that you have a legitimate shot at making a college football playoffs every year. BYU is not in that position. So not competing for a conference championship and not competing for a national championship definitely makes you irrelevant. It's literally just exhibition game after exhibition game after exhibition game. That will no longer be the case now. Now the, the Cougars have a chance to compete for a conference championship, which is fun. You know, yesterday, uh, Dave Glauser, good friend of mine, loyal listener, he uh, he he looks at life through crimson glasses more than anybody I know. <laughs> um, meaning he's a Utah Ute fan, and so he took yesterday's podcast as this like huge hate speech on the Utes and on college football, when it was not that at all. Utah is definitely more relevant than BYU. I said that a, a number of times because BYU is not in a conference. Competing for a conference championship is fun. And I said that Utah does have a chance each year to win the Pac-12 South and compete for a Pac-12 championship. And that is more fun than competing for nothing, which is what BYU does, or some random bowl game that is meaningless. One thing you said, Dave, in your comments was that the bowl games are everything to college football. To me, they're one of the biggest problems with college football. There are countless meaningless bowl games. They literally mean absolutely nothing, and they're played two full months after the season is over. Nobody cares. The kids haven't been practicing. College football's over. They can't even get the stadiums filled at most of these college football bowl games. Literally, watch on, watch on TV. Go tune in to those ESPN games in the middle of Christmas break that you've never heard of. Look at the stands. They're usually like half empty, three-fourths empty. Literally three-fourths empty sometimes. Like the players can barely get their parents to show up to these bowl games. They're meaningless bowl games. It is a huge, huge problem with college football, the bowl games are. They need to expand the playoffs. They need to break down the divisions. Division one shouldn't be 127 teams. It should be multiple divisions or leagues of like 40. I'm telling you that's the answer. You do multiple leagues of, of 30 to 40 teams. And you can play up and play down within those leagues from year to year. It's all fluid. So they're all Division One, quote-unquote, but then there are leagues within Division One, each of them competing for their own title, national title or championship. But we all know what the main one is, the upper one, and that's the league teams are fighting to get into. And it doesn't matter what conference you're in. It should all just be fluid. I love how they do it in, in uh, some of those Euro leagues for soccer. I think college football could benefit a lot from that. But back to the issue at hand. The Big 12 is in the, or excuse me, BYU is in the Big 12 now. 
Houston is in the Big 12. Cincinnati's in the Big 12. UCS, UCF is in the Big 12. Well, congratulations to them. The Big 12 really blew it, though. The Big 12 lost members to the SEC a few seasons ago, and they should have invited two of these schools back then. And it should have been, in my opinion, BYU and Houston or BYU and UCF. Those are quality football programs. They're big schools. Um, BYU and UCF, probably bigger. To me, they should have pulled the trigger years ago, seasons ago. But they were too stubborn, they were too prideful, and they didn't do it. And just a couple months ago, they lost Oklahoma and Texas. And so now, the Big 12 goes down to eight teams. That doesn't go into effect until the 2025 season. But we're just three seasons from that. So the Big 12 now knows we're on the brink of annihilation. We're going to disappear into the ether. Nobody's going to care about the Big 12. Um, And so they scramble and they go and invite four new teams. So there's a good chance that uh, for the 2023 season or 2024 season especially, there's a good chance the Big 12 will actually have 14 teams because Oklahoma and Texas don't leave until the 2025 season. The problem is if they had done this earlier, they probably could have kept Oklahoma and Texas. And guess what, BYU fans? Guess what, Cincinnati, UCF, and Houston fans? The Big 12 without Oklahoma and without Texas is just kind of like a Mountain West or an AAC. It's just not that special. It's not a Big 10. It's not an SEC by any stretch of the imagination. It's not a Pac-12. It's just not. It's not one of those upper echelon top tier conferences. It's not. Um, the, the, you know What makes a power conference a power conference is having multiple schools or teams within your conference that have a legitimate shot to compete for a national championship. That exists in each of the conferences right now. Oklahoma and Texas are the clear-cut front runners um, and biggest schools, biggest draws, biggest names in the Big 12 right now. They're both leaving. So now the Big 12 will be left with right now they do have Iowa State ranked, but they've got Kansas, Kansas State, Iowa State, TCU. You know they're hit or miss. Um, they'll obviously add the four schools we just mentioned. There's just not the big names. Um, Texas Tech will still be there, but there's just not the big names at all. There's Baylor. Baylor, you know, has has had really good seasons, but they're not a Texas or an Oklahoma historically by any means. So the Big Twelve made a big mistake. The Big 12 made a big mistake by not doing this a couple years earlier. They're kind of like like Blockbuster, you know, Um, just thought they could rest on their laurels. We're Blockbuster. We don't care if streaming's coming. Like, that's stupid. Like, people want to come into the store and they want to pick up a DVD. Uh, No, we don't. We want to sit on our couch and hit Netflix. Blockbuster, gone. That, that's what the Big 12 did. They had a chance. The, the, The writing was on the wall. Hey, a lot of these people... A lot of these schools are leaving to the SEC. A lot of the fans think the SEC is the, the cream of the crop, and the Big Ten is the Big Ten expanded quickly. The Big Ten became the Big 14, but still kept the name the Big Ten. The Big Ten did it right. They expanded, they invited, they expanded. Uh, the Big 12 did not. They did the opposite. They dropped down to 10. The Big 12 only had 10 schools. The Pac-12 did it. They were the Pac-10. They invited two more in Colorado and Utah. Everybody did it except the Big 12. They stubbornly and pridefully said no. We have Texas. We have Oklahoma. We're not going anywhere. Uh, Guess what? Now you don't have Texas. Now you don't have Oklahoma. And you could have kept them, and it would have been even better for BYU and Houston and UCF and Cincinnati. Because now with this, and let's just look at the, so again, that doesn't take place until the 2025 season, Oklahoma and Texas leaving. BYU will start playing 
um, the 2023 season, I believe. So next year, BYU will be independent again. And then the following season after that is when BYU will be an official member of the Big 12. So we will get a couple of seasons getting to play against um, Texas and Oklahoma, uh, competing for a conference championship. But then it's all then it's all over. So looking at the um, the standings here for the Big 12 currently, if I can find it, uh, there it is. So currently, um, Iowa State is obviously really, really a, a quality team this year, expected to be a quality team, I should say, rather, this year for the Big 12. Um, we'll see how it turns out. But Oklahoma's the cream of the crop. They're number four in the country. Then Iowa State is number nine. And then Texas is number 15. So they have three schools ranked currently. And two of them are the ones that are leaving. And they're the ones that are the biggest draws, the biggest names, you know, everything we went through. So the other team I forgot to mention, um, Oklahoma State and West Virginia. Those are quality schools. So BYU will be in there with Baylor, Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas Tech, West Virginia, and then the other three joining them, Cincinnati, UCF, and Houston. That will be the 12 schools in the Big 12. Um, and for a couple of seasons, we might see um, you know Oklahoma and Texas along with all of them. But there's a good chance that the AAC schools can't join until 2025 anyway because they have to give 27-month notice. They have to pay a $10 million buyout with their conference, things like that. So it's expected to take a season or two longer, but good chance that for that 2024 season, we will see um, 14 schools in the Big 12. Uh, but then the two cream of the crop ones are bailing. So you look back at the Mountain West, if you're a BYU fan, this is a big deal. I don't want to downplay it. It is a big deal, but I want people to be real. The, the Big 12 by 2025 will not be the Pac-12. It will not be the SEC. It will not be the Big 10. It just it just isn't going to be those that, that level, that caliber of school. Um it's going to be a step below that, you know. Um, the ACC, it won't even be the ACC. They've got Clemson. You know, they've got like this powerhouse. They've got Florida State. They've got Miami. It won't even be the ACC. So it'll be the weakest of the Power Five conferences by far, and it will still be on the brink of annihilation from a Power Five ranking um, if they don't have one of these schools step up. Now, it will give better recruiting um, ammo to, the, to BYU, um, it will give them a better chance to be nationally relevant. Uh, if you win a Big 12 championship and you go undefeated, you have a decent chance still at that point to be in the college football playoffs, especially as they expand most likely to eight teams in the coming years. But again, it's not that much of a step above the Mountain West because of the Mountain West, when BYU was there with Utah and TCU 10 years ago, we had TCU, Utah, BYU, all three teams consistently ranked in the top 25. The Big 12 currently has three teams ranked in the top 25. So it's not that big of a difference. And, you, you know, the biggest name here would be maybe Oklahoma State, I guess. Um, maybe Baylor, according to some people. But Kansas? I mean, come on. Kansas, that'll be fun in basketball because BYU currently is in the West Coast Conference for other sports. They're independent for football and then West Coast Conference for all other sports. They'll be fully Big 12 um, by 2025, which in basketball, that'll be a lot of fun. That'll be a lot of fun to be uh, competing against Kansas because the Big 12 is a good good uh, basketball school. Iowa State has had good years in basketball. Obviously, Kansas is always really good. Oklahoma, well, they're leaving actually. Oklahoma State um, has had good years. West Virginia has had really good years in basketball. Um, they've you know, Even Kansas State, if I didn't mention them. They've had quite a few schools that have been good in basketball. And then the ones coming, 
Uh, Cincinnati has had good years in basketball. So I think in basketball, it's a a step up. I hope we still play Gonzaga. That's a fun rivalry that's kind of formed. Uh, Gonzaga's a national powerhouse. But from a football perspective, this is barely, 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 barely a step above the Mountain West. But for two seasons, it'll be a huge step above the Mountain West. and It'll be a lot of fun. And it'll be a chance for BYU to really make a name for themselves playing against Oklahoma and Texas and trying to compete for a national uh, a conference championship. One thing, I'm in a text thread with uh, some buddies, and just to you know, prove that this is my, my whole theory from yesterday, that college football is dying, the BYU versus Utah rivalry is dying. So many of my friends aren't going to the game tomorrow, BYU versus Utah tomorrow, which now the game does have a little bit more oomph to it. You know, BYU just officially invited to the Big 12. Now it's like two Power 5 you know, schools going against each other. Um, but, uh, one of my friends, Jimmy Rex, he said, he sent a text. He said, BYU joins the big 12 and none of us even send a text. Six years ago, we would have been making our own bumper stickers and holding signs over the freeway, LOL. And that is so true. And guess what? We just don't care anymore. It's just not the big of a deal anymore. Um, but you know, and I replied back, yeah, it's awesome. But with Oklahoma and Texas gone in three seasons, um, it is a step up, but it'll prove to just be a barely above where we were at at the end of the end of the Mountain West Conference days. And I stand to that, stand by that. It's definitely true. Um, Michael Wilbon, it looks like, I'm just looking at the same text, but I haven't watched this video yet, but Michael Wilbon apparently already said something similar to what I did, which is it'll be considered less than a P5 conference as soon as the Big 12, or excuse me, excuse me, as soon as Oklahoma and Texas leave the conference for the SEC. The SEC just is getting rich, richer and richer. The Big 12 blew it. They should have made these invitations several seasons ago. It would have kept the Big 12 more relevant. It would have kept Oklahoma and Texas happier, um, having a full 12 teams in the Big 12. And I'm telling you, BYU with the right recruiting tools, UCF, they've already had seasons where they made a splash uh, without having those. You get them with the right recruiting tools, get their talent level up a little higher, and they could have you know, at least competed at a decent level for a conference championship, making it the conference in in general that much more relevant. You get four or five teams ranked in the top 25. That makes you a very, very legitimate power five conference. But you look at this schedule, you look at this, this conference rather, without Texas and Oklahoma, is there really a school there that has a legitimate shot at a national title? I would argue no. Um, I would argue that there is not. And in the Pac-12, you've got USC, you've got Oregon, you've got teams that have done it. Um, in the in the SEC, there's countless teams, you know, Alabama, LSU, Georgia. We could just go down the list for days on that one. Auburn. Um, ACC, obviously we mentioned the ones, uh, Clemson, Florida State, um, Miami, teams that have done it. The Big Ten, Ohio State, Penn State. Michigan, teams that have done it. Um, The Big 12, without uh, Oklahoma and Texas, there won't be any. Baylor, mm, nope. Kansas, yeah, not a chance. Kansas State, nope. Oklahoma State, mm, nope. TCU, nope. I mean, nobody. Texas Tech, West Virginia, and then it goes to the the new schools. They just barely got there. So there won't be, um, it won't be the same. It won't be the same. But that being said, it is a step up. It does make it more fun to cheer for BYU because BYU's independence has proven to be not the best thing for them. 
um, or their fan base. And so it will be a step up from where BYU currently is. I congratulate the Cougars. I'm excited about it. I will definitely follow more closely now because just like Dave Glauser argues in his comments, it's way more fun to, to cheer for a, a conference championship than it is to not. And I agree. I agree. So I like college football again. You win, Dave. <laughs> Just kidding. Guys, that's all I have the, uh, time for today. One last thing actually I got to mention because I'm on here. Might as well. Uh, I was right and wrong about last night's game, Tampa Bay versus uh, Dallas. Tampa Bay did win, which I said they would, but that took a last second field goal to do it. But Chris Godwin fumbles you know, at the goal line there that would have put them up because they were up by, uh, what were they up by, like one or two? And then they could, could have had a touchdown and could have put them up by eight. The spread, excuse me, as a hiccup. The spread that I had put uh, money down, I guess, I'm in a pick thing, and I picked uh, Tampa Bay to, to cover the seven and a half spread is what it was when I entered in. If they would have gotten that touchdown instead of the fumble and then giving up the field goal, then I would have won uh, you know, that game because it would have been an eight-point lead. So kind of bummed out about that, but no big deal. But um, Tampa Bay gets the win. Tom Brady with another come-from-behind victory. The guy is unbelievable. He had that look. You've seen the video on Instagram where he had that look of like, I'm going to kill you guys. When they went ahead uh, by one with the field goal with like a minute 24 or whatever it was left, he was just like, yeah, I got this. Goes back, wins it again. 44 years old. I saw this thing on Instagram last night, the ages of all the starting quarterbacks. It's like two-thirds of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL are in their 20s. And then Tom Brady, 44 years old, still getting it done. Unbelievable. Congrats to, the, to BYU Cougars, to Houston, to Cincinnati, to UCF. I'm excited to watch the Big 12. Excited for tomorrow's game, BYU versus Utah. I'm still taking BYU to win this one, to not let Utah get the win streak up to 10 games. Neither team has ever done that. Both teams have done nine. Let's keep it there, Cougars, and win tomorrow. I am out. Peace. We got the Thanks for hanging with Simply the Best Sports Take. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and check out stbsportstake.com. Simply the best in sports. Cause we are-